Don't look under the internet. Um, first and foremost, welcome everybody to Don't Look Under the Internet. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, that's Jason. <laughs> Hi. That's Doug. Hello. I'm Mike. Hi. I'm Mike. And also, we have a, a super special guest star. It's Ryan. How's it going? That's him. I'm, I don't know if special is how I like being described. Well, special in a different aspect. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> here. Certainly is special. Well, welcome. Uh, you're you're special to me in my heart. Um, <laughs> so, I, I heard you like belly rubs, Mike. There's a couple of things. That there's a couple things I like. <laughs> mostly, mostly <laughs> involving dads. But... The whole reason no, it's I mostly came here teeth. Is just to rub that belly. <laughs> teeth, dads. I'm practically a dog. You heard him. Lift your shirt up. He's gonna take it for a test drive. We gotta put the mic right up there. <laughs> ASMR of belly rubbing. <laughs> Forty-five minute belly Just rub. God, fingernail to belly noise. I would like to address the elephant in the room. What? The I'm elephant not that fat, in the bro. room? No, Finley's I, not in here. You're right. I'm talking about. We're all with all these tentacles in here. It's starting to look like a oh, Japanese you, porno. You don't like what I'm doing with the place? No. Oh, do you I, like the one that's? Oh, it's not there yet. Never mind. No, but he's in my ankle. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. me, me and Jason, um, we've ankle. actually been getting together without you a couple days of the week. Um, we've Why would you do that? I thought we were friends. <laughs> well, we have we have uh, obligations. We have obligations to a certain someone mm-hmm. that, if not fulfilled, we it, may die. Yeah. Ooh. So who is it? Well, it could be one of many different things, and uh, I think today. We'd kind of like to introduce the two of you to the entire Cthulhu mythos. From from front to back, except we omitted a lot of the stuff that we don't need to talk about. Right. (laughs) They were getting together because you wouldn't let them rub your belly. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very, like, very protective about who can and cannot (laughs) rub belly. (laughs) Can you give us a list of who has belly rights? Uh, George Clooney. How do I get on this list? That's fair. Uh, Ryan, you're already on the list. Oh, You've been on the list. Well, yeah, you're fuck fine. You guys, then. Yeah, um, I'm good. That's fair. I'm not. And then it. Tilda Swinton. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, who the fuck is <laughs> Tilda Swinton. <laughs> you know what Tilda Swinton is? No. no. I mean, can you describe her uh, ass and maybe I'll know? Well, she probably doesn't really have one. How many toes? Two. Does At she have least. all her teeth? At least. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's why I like her. <laughs> she got some nice chompers. Full the set of gums. Teeth. <laughs> mm. um, oh, no teeth, just gums. Okay. And then. Uh, Charles Schwab, of course, is on Charles the list Schwab, as well. Yeah. Um, but again, so now there's a tentacle <laughs> on my back, and it's very uncomfortable, and I need to know just why. If you just don't, if you just act like it's not there, uh, it's better for us. Who eventually... is it? Is it the Cthulhu's? Uh, you know, it's hard to tell. There's so the many Cthulhu's. of them. The Cthulhu, yes, <laughs> could be one of his offspring. <laughs> Belongs to the uh, Cthulhu. Okay. Everybody and everything belongs to that. When you say the Cthulhu, Cthulhu, you sound like you're like 50 years old being like, (laughs) "Uh, I need help with the Facebook. (laughs) I need help with the Google. How do I work the emojis? (laughs) How do I send the emails? You don't, Grandma. (laughs) Grandma, it's a flip phone, you fuck. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we're talking about Bakuthulu stuff, but Bakuthulu. not <laughs> but not specifically like written by HP Lovecraft, right. correct? Right, right, yes. right. Because right. so, I think we all know and can agree he's kind of a racist asshole. Oh yeah, he is <laughs> the yeah. product of his time for sure. Um, and then just kind of like you said, the Cthulhu mythos is actually kind of an open world. Uh, free to write in place uh, where H.P. Lovecraft actually did a really cool thing and allowed a bunch of people to add to it, mm-hmm. um, be a part of it. Um, you can actually still be a part of it now. Yeah, he actually um, he made it pretty much pu- like public, public domain. domain. It's like Dracula. Yeah, we, we recognize fully that Hubert Pubert Lovecraft. <laughs> Wait, yeah. come on. His first name was Hubert? <laughs> I never knew that. No, it's, no, it's Howard, Howard Phillips. <laughs> but Hubert Pubert, Pubert is Pubert. way better. It's so much better. Back in 1872, I, Hubert, say, like, I only knew like H.P. Lovecraft. I never knew like his whole name. Oh, yeah. You should tell everyone you I would have believed you. I know you would have, and that's amazing to me. And I, want, I want to say I love you for that, but... <laughs> uh, that's fucking good. But yeah, we all know that H.P. Uh, Lovecraft had some very, 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 I don't know, difficult beliefs. Yeah, like I said, he is definitely a product of his time. Uh, very cynical, very, like, he just had a bleak outlook towards life, which you definitely can read in almost all of his short stories. Um, I love them. I love those, like, stories that have a sense of looming dread that just doesn't go away. Um, but we're going to kind of steer away from the racism and the bigotry and we're just going to stick to the actual mythos of this. Well, we can only do that so much considering some of the names. Some of the yeah. names are questionable. I do know some of the names of the of the HP Lovecraft gods and like there's ones specifically I was like I don't Shub nigger off. No, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be recorded <laughs> okay. saying that. We're yep, going to put a beef over that one. <laughs> uh I mean that's its name. Um yeah, or like, his cat. Uh, we're not touching the cat. Let's not touch the cat. We <laughs> also found out about like what was it, the cult people that the name rhymed it rhymed it with was Dragula was the yeah, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll, yeah, we've we'll got a lot there. of stuff. I did find I, I want to drop this little little thing real quick because HP Lovecraft is kind of a dope ass name. Yeah, no lie. Like, can you walk into a place and be like, my name is H.P. Lovecraft. You're you're commanding the crowd there. Well, I feel like <laughs> but, if you just put, like, your first two initials and your last name and work for most people. M.D. Like Allen. J.K. And Rowling. D.M. DeVos. Master Dr. Allen. Super Professor Dr. Patrick. Um, but he did you have, say it exactly like he that, did have pen names that yeah. he also wrote under. Like Harry Houdini. Can I, can I, list, these? Yep. Yep. Can I list these real quick? Oh, they're absolutely. Actually, they're equally as kind of cool. Sure. Lewis Theobald, mm-hmm. Humphrey Littlewit, mm-hmm. Ward Phillips, <laughs> yep. Edward Softly, and Percy Simple. <laughs> what? Okay, those name? last two. Like, You'll actually fuck? get a lot of good stories out of Ward Phillips, by the way. Yeah. Kind of fun names, not gonna lie. He's also one of the characters in Color Out of Space, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So good. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Yeah, and, yep. and you, again, it's one of those things where, yes, a, this Cthulhu stuff has had such a big impact on... Especially recently. Yeah, uh, Cosmic yeah. Horror has been around for fucking ever. Even the 50s, there was a uh, Lovecraft movie, I think, that yep. was out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The biggest issue with like movies and TV series that are anything to do with Lovecraft is the technology just hasn't been there. Well, not just that, but it's it's hard to capture what Cosmic Horror would look like because... It's you're, unexplainable. You're not yeah. supposed to be able to know what it looks like. That's right. the point. Half the time, his description of what he's talking about is... a. Uh, indescribable horror yep. yeah well, i will say the the color out of space movie that they recently did like mm-hmm. 
the colors that they use for that are fantastic. Exactly are they out of space? Oh yeah, they're they crazy. Were out of space, crazy. Like, they smelled like burning dogs. I feel Plus, like those Nicolas would be Cage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you Nick can. Cage going insane is my favorite type of Nick Cage. <laughs> Not quite as insane as Mandy, which is phenomenal. I don't know if it's as good as. The new Nicolas Cage movie. Where oh, he's Willy's Wonderland. Oh, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, where he lit- that I movie. watched it. He doesn't say a single word. Yeah, that the sucks. Entire That's movie. stupid. I love. How the I thought it was fuck hilarious. are you going to get Nick seen Cage? I've seen enough. I feel like, like they saved a lot of money of it by not letting to have him seen talk. the movie. Just watch the whole movie. I've you seen forty-five it. minutes worth of clips. That's enough. How the fuck are you going to get Nicolas Cage in your movie about him fighting robot animatronics and have him be silent? <laughs> it was He's his idea. He's known. He's known. It was his idea. <laughs> oh my God. He's known for okay. his over the top shenanigans. That's fair. Let him I, be uncaged. I feel <laughs> like they like saved a lot of money by not letting him talk. Almost as well. they didn't need a script. <laughs> well, so I just recently watched what like a whole thing about Willy's Wonderland. He was a huge influence on the whole movie, and they actually were gonna have him say one line in the movie, and was he it just... nixed it. Huh. So hmm. looking like a regular Wonderland out here, and then fade to black credits no. pop up. Anyway, so, we're anywho, off topic a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, Cthulhu Mythos Timeline. Let's drop We're going over fucking, the whole timeline? We're going thing. to do the timeline. And now, I... So, you can read all of this on the Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> don't. Don't read all of it. No, no. It's 90-some-odd pages. Yeah. And I was able to condense it into a whole eight. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just so, hit the applause so read button the whole, for the audience. There they are. Yep. Thanks, That's man. all for you, Doug. That's all for you. <laughs> Keep uh, it up. Keep it up. It. Louder. Okay, now quiet. Now. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate all of you like in the audience. A abrupt. He's well. He's the resident kindergarten teacher. He lets people know when they're being too out of line, <laughs> using their outside voices. I have like a paddle. Timeouts. I have a paddle. paddle. I use it. I'll have to take a look. Sometimes. <laughs> mostly on himself, but... Yeah, and it's usually right after we hit the stop record button. Yep. We just go to fucking town on his ass. Right, I'm like the guy from the Da Vinci Code is whipping himself. Yep. <laughs> Shame. But, but yeah, so you can absolutely find this on the uh, the Wikipedia, and it breaks down every... like I wouldn't say every year, but every, I don't know, a few thousand years. It kind of just goes through. So yeah, we, we're literally starting at like the beginning of time. Yep. All right, let me let me paint you a picture again. Fade in. <laughs> fade in. Begin. Begin time. Begin time. F- fade out. End time. <laughs> yeah, we're literally going to go from the beginning of time to the end of time. Yep. Like, to now? Or, or like, does he already no, have a plan the, for the, the end of the, the world? To the end of time. Oh, yep. there's already... I mean, you play uh, Call of Cthulhu with me. I played once. You play, and I think I shot myself. <laughs> you did shoot yourself. No, and there was a few, like, actually, no, himself. I think I... I oh yeah, I, you murdered the crap out no, of him. No, I mean yeah. like I, I think I rolled bad and I shot myself on accident. Either no, way, no, you just missed. You I hear, don't think you ever actually shot yourself. Oh. You so what you hear when you play is you you're gonna hear a lot about like the great plan and like there's a, there's this huge plan for the entirety of time that has to do with these beings that have been around since before time, and it's fucking fantastic. So that being said, uh let's get on to the beginning of the mythos. Woo! Beginning of time. So who let that baboon in here? I really thought you were gonna say who let the dogs out. (laughs) Who damn it, that was better dogs out. It's the Baja men, but on chalk zone they're the haha. You're gonna get me off topic because I just saw a video of the Baja men recording with some random ass fucking like metal band and they redid the song but like it kind of like a metal. Oh, I think I've heard that. It was probably our last night. Okay, so we're gonna get to 
where I would like to call this the creation of the universe. So, according to the Eltdown Shards, a Yakubian cube lands on a planet near the Milky Way's galaxy, and this is what we know as the first moment of life. Can you run that back again? Yeah, which part are you, are you confused about any of the words you Literally just heard? Literally the entire sentence. What is it? The Eltdown Shards? Yakubian cube? Stop. What is a Meltdown Shard? That's not a thing I said. What did you say? Eltdown. Eltdown. Eltdown Shards. What is an Eltdown Shard? Well, they show up again, don't Okay, worry. great. What yeah. is a Cuban cube? Yakubian cube is a race. Yeah, Yakubians are a race. They're super, super fucking old. They are the oldest of known well, races. Obviously. They a cube lands see that this this is the thing that like kind of blows my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. We have the creation hard air quotes yeah. of life and the universe as we know it, but somewhere outside of things being real, this cube comes into our knowledge. Came into existence. It's the and- Tesseract from Marvel. Sure, if that, that's a good like way that. to des- describe it. So that lands outside of the Milky Way galaxy's rim. See, okay, I, I'm going to stop you there because that makes no sense to me. So is it kind of like the right? chicken, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, where the fuck did this race come from and why are they a cube? Kind of, but we also then kind of get what we call the creation of the universe, which seems like it should have happened prior. Prior to this, yeah, because the Milky Way didn't exist before it existed. Yeah, so we have... So, 15 billion years ago, we have the Big Bang, right? Yeah. That's when Jesus Acor- was made. According <laughs> to some people, Azathoth, who we'll call the, you know, the, the sleeping... Blind giant, idiot god. The blind idiot god. Oh. He's responsible for this. He is. He's the first giant man ever, or giant thing created in our universe, and he's called the idiot. Blind idiot god. <laughs> Poor fella. The blind idiot idiot. god, the one that has a million eyeballs. Yeah. Can't see a damn thing. (laughs) Well, he he can't. Well, we'll get into him on a different episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, long story short, I like to kind of, I want to retcon a little little bit of this to kind of make sense a little bit more. So, Azathoth comes into being, he uh, basically goes into a slumber. This causes the Big Bang, and we are all a product of Azathoth being asleep. So what was he doing when he was awake? Uh, oh, you don't around. want him to wake up? No. So we're how the theory goes is that we are all a product of his, his dream. So mm-hmm. if he wakes up, we instantaneously get snapped out of existence. So I was right. We're all in the Matrix. Yeah, for, you know, <laughs> a more gooey, tentacle-flavored Matrix. Is but there, yes. a, is there a theory flavor. that maybe... This isn't the first time that he's gone to sleep. The Big Bang was him, like, he woke up, wiped out a universe, and then went back to bed and created us. He's taking a quick nap. So his, like, his daily sleep cycles could be fucking what? Like trillions trillions of years. Trillions of years. So he could nap for a long time, wake up, cause one universe to disappear, and when he goes back to sleep, he causes another one to and come that's into where, so, so we're pra- we're just his dream, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty yep. much. So as Doug said, the universe was created about 15 billion years ago by this entity that we only know by the name of Azathoth, um, and he's only thought to be responsible for it. Jump way ahead to about 4.5 billion years ago. It's not two, it's like two days ago, three days ago. Oh yeah, hop, skip, and jump away from (laughs) the dinosaurs. He's just taking a quick 30. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just a quick 30. So 4.5 billion years ago, the Earth formed, and a being named Thugga, Kthugga, 
<laughs> the original G. Well, so Kathunga sounds like a Hoobastank song. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Chumbawamba. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Chumbawamba. Um, so Kathunga led uh, an army of fire vampires who arrived on Earth <laughs> as it cooled. What is so far fetched about this? Mike? I thought like vampires were people originally. No, like, no. Yeah, wait, so they're bits of stars. I don't want to cut you off. Masses. Yes. But can you give a quick like description of fucking Chugga? Kathuga? Kathuga. Think uh, like uh, it's just like this big ball that comes down and it releases these eggs all over Earth, and they're full I'm of assuming, fire vampires. Okay, those are the fire. Yes. fire vampires. Jesus Christ! <laughs> is it like a big? Is this still in, like, space god territory? Oh, or are yeah. they more grounded in reality now? No, no, no. I mean, again, remember, this is 4.5 billion years ago. Nothing right, is right. really grounded in reality. You're, yeah, this is just a giant egg thing Anything, dropping yeah. vampires off on Earth is like a fucking bus stop. after uh, he starts taking his nap? Oh, this is, this this is part, this is all of part of his dream. Yeah. So oh, okay. all of our reality, just think of as Azathoth's dream. So, so anytime, this other god is also part of the dream, then? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of gods that are a part of his dream. Pretty much all of them. So he's like the original OG god? Uh, kind of. I mean, he's... We'll go into all of, like, origin stories and everything. That's Each one of them will get their own episode and things like that, for sure. I can't really do it. If I did a deep dive on Kathuga right now... <laughs> Ten hours later. We wouldn't get to 3.8 billion years ago. Well, which... <laughs> Alright, so, just to catch up, we have Kathuga coming down... Dropping off his baby fire vampires. Yes. Go ahead. And they, they colonized Earth. Then we hop up to 3.8 billion years ago. There's another being by the name of Yidra. Um, have, do, no, you guys really haven't played. Oh, you, no, you played uh, the Cthulhu Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Yig? Either way, think of Yidra as like this... Um, She's an outer goddess. Yeah. Kind of resembles, like, Medusa almost, but no snake hair. She's just, like, a giant serpent lady. Yeah. Cool. And she's she's married. They mate uh, with the god Yig, who they formed, like, the serpent people who showed up on Earth. Um, so that was 3.8 billion years ago. Shortly after the rise of Earth and life, Sathag- uh-huh. Sathagua arrives. Yes. I feel like that's going to be a lot of this podcast, just trying to pronounce oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is like relearning a language. It fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, it's super cool, but pronouncing them is not my strong point. Learning to speak Lovecraft. Yeah. 101. Rulian. They don't have a hooked on phonics for that. They do. Well, I mean, they have an I internet they app have for it. Rosetta Stone. It. They do have a, It's kind of like a Rosetta Stone where you can learn Rulian, which is super cool, but I would never be that big of a loser to learn how to say things anyway. Liar. I know. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. Okay, so we're at 3.8 billion years. Uh, Yidra, yada, yada, yada. Uh, shortly after the rise of Earth and life, uh, Sathagua arrives, and he settles in the dark gulf of Nakai. You know, all of these, this is all... We don't expect you guys to understand a lot of What the fuck we're this. talking about right That's now. That's okay, but I won't understand no. 90% Just think of, of the- think of the time period, so the Earth is still like this molten ball, and these things from outer space are coming to settle it, where they basically compete for dominance. Pretty uh, much. So we, we have a, a, most of these outer gods and, like, inner gods and 
anything so the, that we bring up, they're they're all aliens. So the planet's not even like f- properly formed no. yet. No, okay. we don't even have Pangea going on yet. Right. Like, okay. This well, is prior just, to Pangea. I figured this was thing. just like the Earth as just like a giant ball of water, but you just said it's like it's like it's like the molten core alone. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. It does. It hasn't settled to where it can support right like what we consider to be normal life. Hmm. Or obviously, yeah. instead they support fire vampires yeah. and the like and serpent people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so three billion years ago, another one of these Yakubian cubes lands near the center of the Milky Way galaxy. So to put into perspective, we now have a second cube. Yes. Yakubians, for if you wanted to know, are basically like giant centipede people. I hate all of this. <laughs> it's all terrible. It, it's very unsettling. Um, they literally look like. Oh yeah, that is like a this and <laughs> centipede mix. Thing. Yeah. You're like very a gross. Lamprey with a bunch of legs. It kind of looks like, uh, it looks like if anyone, because because you can't see what Doug is showing me because it's a fucking audio program. If anyone watches Rick and Morty, that episode where they lock themselves in the house and they're killing the parasites, they oh, look yes. like the parasites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do. They that do. is exactly it. Just with more arms and legs, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's one of these Yakubian cubes comes and lands either on or near Earth, and that's going to start drawing a ton of attention from all the other life forms. That are out in, you know, this what Lovecraft might call the space between the stars. Um, I'm actually going to jump ahead a little bit here, just because there's a few of these that... I'm missing out on billions of years, man. Well, we're going from three billion to one billion years ago. I missed out on two billion years. What could have happened? Uh, well, one, really was there more Chunga that Wunga? <laughs> that was actually pretty close to the name of the thing that shows up two billion years ago. But, <laughs> um, Chognarfon. So one billion years ago, <laughs> one of the uh, the more important life forms in the galaxy, uh, known as the Elder Things, arrive on Earth. Those literally look like winged armed watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I even know, know how, how to describe, describe it. It's just it's super fucked up. It, I don't know you if know I'd what? Say watermelon as much as a squash. Looking at the picture, it Fair. is just a gourd with wings. Yeah, like that's all it really is. Um, it has fun, like a, a couple of eyeballs board. hanging where it's like I, I would assume a penis like would the be. Stem but like, of said gourd. Yeah, exactly. I, think I need a closer look uh, at that. These things are legitimately one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Interesting. Yeah, and, the and Elder I'm Things s- actually have a huge role in the mythos. And I'm sorry, yeah. can you not rewind a bit, but where did the Elder Things come from again? Uh, the Elder Things, they it's unknown where they came from. They Didn't just they, Wasn't it a rumor that they came from a planet called Zoth or something like that? I think so. I, either Zoth or they came from... Um, I want to say Venus. I'm not 100% because I know they have a lot to do with the Venusians as well. But right. that's well, literally that's well, I, well, well I mean, they just they just appeared on Molten Earth one day. Like, well, they all came of these from people somewhere. are coming from places in our universe. Gotcha. Like, mm. they're, they're all, all being just... attracted to around where we are for some reason. Gotcha. We're not and sure. These why. are all part of the dream. The, yeah, Azathoth's dream. This is all literally all of anything that happened ever is part of the dream. Yeah, just assume. What we're living in currently is Azathoth's dream. That's where like, we're no, at in the real. timeline. It's the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the, uh, the Elder Things came to Earth about a billion years ago, and they landed in the Antarctic Ocean, and they found their first city there. They create proto-Shogoths, which are kind of like the messengers between 
like the different elder th- like elder things, elder gods, elder gods. They just send messages between everybody. Ah, uh, they're the they're the the equivalent of a carrier pigeon for yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, do, they do a lot of the dirty work too. Like once pigeons like we're kind of far into like the timeline right now, so people aren't around. But like once you got, start like introducing humans and shogoths together, they start really uh, fucking up everybody. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay. they they create They're like a lot army of... ants basically. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um but so this is a, so notice I said the proto shogoth. This is like the very first form of it, um which in turn produced more creatures um to act as like servitors and sometimes food. Um all of it I mean they talk about all of this at a in um at the Mountains of Madness by Lovecraft, which is one of my favorite stories by him. It's very very good. It's fantastic. Q Circle of life music. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but so at this point, Earth is now home to a few of these different alien creatures. Um, so about 900 million years ago, elder things have kind of started to increase their reach. They have more cities all across the oceans of Earth. Um, another 100 million years go by and they adapt to land. Most of them remain in the oceans, however. Um, not 100% sure why. I wasn't alive back then. Probably like the climate. Well, we have to assume that, like, even now, 80% of the world is, you know, like, or I think it's 70% of the world is covered in ocean. Mm -hmm. So these aliens, I assume, don't really need to breathe. If they're, you know, traversing space. Well, if they came from space, yeah, they don't probably don't have lungs, so they can just go wherever the fuck they want. They don't have to be on land. And that's, so that's one of the big things about these different, like, gods and creatures in the Cthulhu mythos. Um, They... They they all they're all super organic, like hyper organic, to where they've evolved everything they need to survive in space organically. Hmm. So think of a spacesuit, but it was made out of your flesh and muscles. Mm. <laughs> so basically, how we idea. live on Earth, they can just be everywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Evolution spacesuit. Yeah, life finds a way. There it is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Well, I mean, it's kind of like those finds little. A way. Those little microorganisms. Oh, the water like bears. The, yeah, the water bears. They can go fucking tardigrades and be fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, those things are cool. Um, they look like little little nuggets. They do look Dude. very very Lovecraftian as well. They yeah. are adorable. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't pet them. No, they're too small. Boot that snoot. So speaking of cute, adorable little monsters, about seven hundred and fifty million years ago, something called a flying polyp. I feel like that's not actually. Yeah, no, that's not a cute or adorable thing. <laughs> that's not adorable. It looks like a Cronenberg yeah, creation. It, you ever seen a penis with eyeballs and a bunch of mouths? <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it looks like Dwayne's vomit grew some eyes and legs. It remi- yeah, it reminds yeah. me of the the back rooms episode when we talked about the clumps. <laughs> no. Big old fur ball with legs. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. So imagine Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Um, so these flying polyps come to Earth, and they build uh, what they refer to as basalt towers on the land. They try to expand into the oceans, and that sparks a war between the Elder Things and the flying polyps. Um, oh, because they're trying to get on land? Yeah, they're there's already things on land, like, get back in the ocean, Get the you. fuck in the sea, you stupid piece <laughs> of shit. Um, but they battle it out, and eventually the, uh, the Elder Things come out on top. And the elder things are from the ocean, I'm assuming? Yeah, they started in the ocean, and they kind of, like, started spreading out. Um, so the funny thing about the elder things is they actually lead to the first vertebrates, fish. Yeah, so it sounds like a very similar basis to, like, Scientology's evolution. evolution. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Not- it's all it, it's all based in, like, 
It's they're very, very, very they're similar. They're just missing those golden stories. plates from Scientology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's weirdly kind of similar to Scientology, but without the like cult aspect of it. Or the Tom. Cruise. I don't know if you could say without the cult aspect. Well, we don't have there a bunch of people around. A lot of cults. <laughs> no, I, I, I just say that only because like we don't have like a highly res- like highly utilized. You don't have a Tom Cruise going for Cthulhu Lovecraft, and yeah. the Lovecraft. Like, I mean, I, I sit here wanting to, you know. Praise Cthulhu. Oh yeah. May may he maybe he be unto us. But <laughs> um, us fish and tiny <laughs> a little bit of a struggle there. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I couldn't put it out. <laughs> I can put out for Cthulhu. I can give me those tentacles, Daddy. A bit of hentai. <laughs> um, yeah. So 450 million years ago, we get the first fish, which are like due to the fact that the uh, elder things created them. I'm assuming it's because they wanted either. More servants or more food. I was going to say, is this like a breeding thing? Like, yeah. this is just from well, years of breeding? This mm-hmm. is the weird thing to me, personally, is that they permit them to evolve. To evolve. They so, gave them the, okay, Go ahead and have go. that spine. You can evolve now. You've been would good. Be You've like earned a, those gills. Would yeah. it be kind of like a cannibalism thing? I mean, so everything, every being in this mythos participates in some sort of cannibalism. They are all, like family they all either gave birth to each other fucked each other or ate each other's kids or whatever it is and that sounds like what you were saying about them being uh yeah uh, the the proto sugars it sounds like they use them as like a cache of food life yep resource everything sounds like corbin kentucky am i right (laughs) 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 fuck corbin kentucky had to get it in somewhere we had every episode is that the new uh, quotia? Every episode we <laughs> yes. get shot in Corbin, every, Kentucky once. Every episode quota is at least once. Until One. the mayor of Corbin, Kentucky is like... Cease and fucking desist. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep railing him. Or until we get him on the podcast, I'm going to keep railing him. Yeah, if you're from Corbin, Kentucky, and you want to be on the podcast and tell us why we shouldn't hate you, let us know. Yeah. at gmail.com. It'll probably be hard to do. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so far, we don't like you. <laughs> yeah, based on nothing except for a very... Honestly, a shallow dive into the town. <laughs> not, not much of it had anything to do with what we were talking about. Not you just info, kind of got picked for us to shit on. Them. Yeah. So, not sorry. <laughs> um, so, fish evolve because the other things basically said, like, okay, go ahead. Here's your update. Um, here's your update. <laughs> like it's a, here's Microsoft your, update. Fish 1.2 is now available. Fish 1.2. Here's your firmware boot. <laughs> um, so... 50 million years go by, and the great race of Yith, who are fleeing a catastrophe on their homeworld, transferred their minds into a race of cone-shaped creatures on Earth. Looks kind of like a leviathan with yeah. no heads. That's so the thinking. great race of Yith are going to be fantastic. as important to the whole timeline as the Elder Things are. You're going to see a lot of back and forth between these two. And the, the, the Earth at this point is kind of... Formed, right? We have because you mentioned oceans. We have oceans. We have land. It's yeah. formed essentially, we're, right? We are we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's still not like Pangaea or anything like that. No, still, but I mean, there there is rock. There is water. Yeah, there there's is, water. There's rock. Yeah. There's everything. Yeah. So we've got the the formation of the Earth is now complete. Now it's just basically populating it. So wouldn't that technically be Pangaea already? No, Mm-mm. no. Pangaea is everything. Like the all the map as connected. it is now. We will oh, literally okay, get so over. We will um, literally touch on all of this. Was it before Pangaea? No, no, no. Pangaea was the one giant land. 
Uh, but yeah, so the great race of Yith. Now, like Doug said, this is an incredibly important race of beings. Um, they kind of vie for dominance over this area of the universe uh, with the elder things just back and forth. They, they're evolving back and forth, just trying to gain control or a foothold. And the one thing that you kind of can, can take away of all of this is all of these different races are trying to stake their claim on Earth of I was, all places. I was just about to say that. I, I think you mentioned it before. Are you going to get into why Earth is like the the gravitational pole? Well, so that's kind here. of the one of the unknowns of the Cthulhu oh, okay. mythos. So we don't know why Earth is... Yeah, that's still... I mean, it could have something to do with the Cubian cubes that are drawing everything here. It could be to do with, you know, many, many, many things. In a very meta sense... Uh, we have to assume it's Earth because all of the writers of the Cthulhu are mythos from are from, from okay. Earth. Yeah, I also wonder if <laughs> it makes has, sense. If it has something to do with because because obviously these are supposed to be like intergalactic beings, right? If it has something to do with in our solar system, we're the only planet that has like water. You know yes, what I mean? That, I wonder that could if that be a has very something big to do with part. it. Well, I mean, Mars supposedly used to and still does, but that I feel would be a topic for another. Podcast. They actually found a fungus on Mars. So yeah, it did. Life I confirmed. That. Alien Hell left yeah. It's Who put fantastic. their dick in Mars? <laughs> Who left this fungus in Mars? I've Mike. Found out. Do we yeah. need to get HR again? Just we some... should, probably should get him on the line. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> he just threw some dick cheese over there. And I always lot. have HR on speed dial and my lawyer. <laughs> the Cubians put their dick cheese in Mars. <laughs> and, uh, it didn't come back very well, so they went to Earth. <laughs> yeah, they let it grow. Didn't work out the climate well, wasn't so. right it wasn't just right for for cheese it wasn't moist enough. <laughs> um speaking of moist though <laughs> so the great race of yith after fleeing their planet um they drive the flying polyps underground and kind of imprison them there um following that war they build their first and greatest city panacatus in modern day australia can you say that Good one more time panacatus are all these beings that are creating these cities and everything? Are these like what we think a city looks like, or is no, it just no? Here's God, a no. here's uh-uh. a here's a rock, and we're gonna live by it. Imagine an ant hill. So are these like with, think bad, with bad physics? So are these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these aren't like super intellectual beings. They're kind of more oh, they're, basic. No, they're incredibly intellectual, but yeah. they've just gotten to a point where they like the things they construct. They break the natural laws. They also gotcha. don't need physical things like we do. Like they don't need like uh, you know a bed to sleep in. They don't right. need like these you know personal items. Like they they are a race that's evolved beyond the need for what we would consider necessities. Um, like know, toilet paper. They don't need so that. so the uh, breaking physical laws with their constructs is kind of like when pyramids were made and where exactly they're located. So the, obviously it, that'd be for something else but we yeah we definitely will go over the uh, the pyramids and one mm-hmm. of my favorite topics in the entire cthulhu mythos <laughs> but um the, when i say they it like breaks physics is take uh so the city of uh rulia is it's so that's kind of the the known home for cthulhu like where he's entrapped and if you as a human were to enter the city you literally wouldn't be able to make sense of like the doorways like mm-hmm. you would have no idea how to use one do you think this set they like used like their species technology? Well, they for this they literally bend like space and time in the city. Oh, okay. To create like ba- they so fold this is, space this, and this time. This is some magic shit. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, it's magic. Um, and actually, we will actually go over these things as well. There's so many different moving parts of this. Yeah. Like, it's hard to call what these outer gods are using as magic is more of like uh 
an element or um, a resource that they have that we just don't comprehend. So um, it's like so the, they'd have uh, like they'd have all these crystals set out and giant archways. If you go through the archway, you're right back where you are. But if you touch a crystal in the right way, you might actually make it somewhere. So it's, it's so, there's it, so many weird wake up things. in 1953. So you could kind of say because there's that. Um, there's that saying where magic is just, like, technology we don't understand. Yeah. Like, magic to us could, like, a thousand years from now could yeah. just be an everyday thing that happens because technology has advanced that far. Yeah. That kind of could it, come into exactly play here. That's exactly going to be. Where yeah. it, this is a normal thing for them. It just doesn't make sense to us because we're on a different level. We don't understand that kind of stuff to where them it's like, this is my toaster. But to us, it sends us back in time. Yep. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Like, yeah. we get into an elevator and we press a button we go to that floor. You're four them, years old again. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. It's, you have no idea how to use any of this because you don't understand it. Your brain just can't understand it, cool. and that's that's why in all of Lovecraft's work, that sense of madness and insanity is like a huge part of it because people's brains they're just not ready for this shit. Whatever this is, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, but so speaking of Cthulhu and the city of Rulia, um, about three hundred fifty million years ago, a cataclysm uh, raised numerous landmasses such as Rulia. Um, so Rulia is technically a, it's a continent that like came up from the earth that, uh, Cthulhu and his kin arrived from the star of Zoth to kind of inhabit again, no idea why all these fucking alien races on earth doesn't make sense. They just keep showing up. Yeah. Um, and that is when the elder things go to war with Cthulhu because at him settling oh, there. Oh wait, Cthulhu's already here. Well, he, he just, just shows he up. just oh, showed up. Wow, he just shows up, and everyone's like, "Fuck that guy!" <laughs> well, he, so he came down and he destroyed a bunch of Elder Things cities, oh, making gotcha. them for himself and wow, his what kin. A, what a dick! He is a dick. Just yeah, so comes into your house, basically fucks your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he essentially shows up, causes this cataclysm to happen. His city rises out from the sea, destroying a bunch of the great race. Uh, like cities mm -hmm. and then they go to war so yeah. i know i know cthulhu obviously is like scale wise he's a big ass he's a, he's, creature he's he's he just can gigantic change his size okay he, well that's so that's what i'm to you I'm, as he thinks he should okay so well i guess that's kind of what i'm asking is um because like in in like modern culture you see cthulhu as this giant hulking thing which is like mm -hmm. thousands upon thousands of feet big is everything that he's kind of going to war with that size, or are no. they smaller? And that's why he's kind of able to kick their asses a bit. Well, so the size, honestly, Doesn't in, this, in this war, has, it plays zero part. You hear that, lady? <laughs> you hear, you hear that, lady? Size doesn't matter. At all. So, uh, with his structure coming out of the water, yeah. is this kind of like other places were already kind of like Atlantis? Yeah. Where he rose it out of the water, destroying all of those? Or is it like his creation became it's funny that you actually atlantis. mentioned that because yeah. we we're actually going to touch on atlantis yeah oh, cool absolutely so, what about lemuria what the fuck is in lemuria probably later <laughs> yeah <laughs> lemuria is an unknown world but when pangea was around it's mm -hmm. supposed to be the home of like atlanteans before they became atlanteans and yeah. aliens and shit yeah. like that it's all in the bermuda triangle actually yeah, I, think, that was a I think that's where it's supposed to be is around the bermuda triangle uh, so, this war between Cthulhu and the Elder Things um, kind of comes to a pinnacle, and they eventually make peace with each other, where Cthulhu is now permitted to keep his current surface territories, and the Elder Things get to keep the rest of the planet. Sounds like a pretty terrible deal to me, but... 
Yeah, Cthulhu, Cthulhu definitely won out on... There no lost out on that they, one. Yeah, he definitely got fucked over, for sure. Um, and then after this, a race that is very, very commonly tied to Cthulhu, called the Deep Ones. I'll and- give you a Deep One. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, they this has this- been Don't Look Under the Internet. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. They enter the uh, the service of Cthulhu, and they help build the city of uh, Rulia. So, this landmass they called Rulia, now he has a city called Rulia. Cool. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but that's kind of like the the beginnings of the whole mythos. Uh, the beginnings that only took four billion years to make. <laughs> well, almost two trillion, but yes. <laughs> yeah, we, Close got, enough. we got a couple more million years to go. Well, uh, a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not... That's pretty accurate, fuck. Um, so, this, like... This next section of time, uh, when uh, we get, I guess what we would call it is the imprisonment of the Great Old Ones. Um, this is where things start to really like take a turn as far as, I guess, how the ruling over Earth and some power shifts start to happen. So they all just got put in a timeout? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They got a big dunce cap put on them. Yep. A couple spankings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stare at the corner for five minutes, please. <laughs> Nose and toes. <laughs> so, from here we go, uh, we get to 300 million years ago. A cosmic cataclysm, possibly like a certain uh, configuration of the stars, poss- possibly a like war with the Elder Gods occurs, uh, resulting in uh, uh, Rulia sinking beneath the waves. So now now we have Cthulhu's basic, like basically like hometown is sinking. This is kind of where we see a lot of this in the mythos and in like video games and sinking movies. City. And, yeah. So isn't Cthulhu more of a water-based old one god, whatever? He's he's not like... He's associated with the sea for sure. Yeah, definitely associated with the sea, but not like... He's not oh, like so a water-faring... Yeah, it's not like he's seeking out water wherever he goes. Okay, yeah. so like the sinking city is more of why he would be I think water-based? He, yeah, I think, honestly, I think the reason a lot of these entities, like took up home in the oceans is because it was a easily accessible it's fucking everywhere and b it concealed them so okay it's just easy place to hide especially yeah. for how big cthulhu usually portrays himself yeah big and, and like i said he out. he has the ability to shapeshift that's actually one of his like main things that he can do and it, once we get into like all of his offspring and like his relatives quote unquote um you'll kind of find out that they have the same powers and like the same like general look as cthulhu does but um it's all kind of uh, subjective to what they're doing. I, I didn't want to ask. Sorry, I, I forgot a minute ago. Um, you said you know there, there's like the elder ones and elder things. They're elder things. Sorry, yeah. Do they have their own names, or do we are we getting to that? Do we just not know them right they now? They probably have names. We will Doesn't never. Matter, under, we will never understand them. Gotcha. Yeah. Because like okay. even Cthulhu, like that's not his name. That's just what we, we think call him. he his name is because gotcha. that's what we hear him say. So mm-hmm. it's got almost kind of like he like deep voice says like Cthulhu. Oh my god, it's a giant beast. Cthulhu. He's like a, he's like a Pokemon Cthulhu. with four Cthulhu. H's. <laughs> I wonder what his name is. Cthulhu. Yeah. Oh, I might be Cthulhu. Yeah, he's just a Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Cthulhu. Pokemon. Cthulhu. <laughs> so once his city sinks beneath the waves, um, he's actually imprisoned within the city. Uh, in all likelihood, uh, the other great old ones are imprisoned around the same time, and at this same time, this is when we get reptiles that arise on Earth, and basically Yig shows up and is 
greatly involved in their creation. Mm -hmm. So now we have Yig in the mix, and he is the serpent god. He is what you would assume is the embodiment of, like, a snake. He's a piece of shit, is what he is. Yeah, he's a big, fat fuck. Um, (laughs) And I only say that because every game that involves Yig, he just fucks you so hard, but either way. Doesn't um, have enough tentacles for that. He's just got one (laughs) big one, and it fucks. That thick boy. Yeah, basically. So, now we move on to 275 million years ago. The serpent people arose and founded the kingdom of Volusia. Um, This is just kind of like his children. Mm -hmm. Yig's children, basically. Think deep ones for Cthulhu, serpent people for Yig. So, is it like live birth like an anaconda, or like eggs like a python? Gonna just ignore you. Um, (laughs) 250 million years ago, um, the Shogoths actually rebel against the Elder Things, but end up being defeated, which... uh, I guess in a sense kind of sucks because mm-hmm. uh, Cthulhu kind of like relies on the Shogoth for a long time and mm-hmm. um, this is kind of a big blow for him. Um, but then we get the Altak Nakta. Uh, I probably said that really yeah, wrong. Probably. Atlak Naka. Yep. Um, Akalaka. They, sure. they actually come around at the same time and they end up forming what we know as the Arachnid Children. In the early, like, Mesozoic period. Yeah, to, Love ca- them. to kind of give you an idea of, like, time periods, we're in the Mesozoic now. Yeah. So, so, everyone, so little tiny crustaceans running around. Yeah, pretty much. Is everyone just chasing them around, like, the rolled-up newspaper? Just- <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> all, of the, all of the Yigs have a giant rolled-up newspaper, <laughs> and they're trying to smash the arachnid the children. The ultimate weapon. <laughs> so, Either that or, like, a croc. So yes, <laughs> basically, in my mind, uh, we get all of the worst things ever created uh, showing up as far as snakes and spiders yep. go. So, yep, yep, yep. Um, I wonder if this is a product of inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. that could Don't be fuck a your cousin because you'll you'll, <laughs> you'll have a spider baby. <laughs> <laughs> About four too many limbs. <laughs> yeah. So actually, just to give you an idea, so Atlak Naka is is a, basically just a giant like armored spider and it's fucking horrifying that actually sounds kind of cool be like if they if there was a spider like i don't know the size of the mccormick building it'd be a great D D. like it'd be a good boss bad. fight oh yeah absolutely she fucking the spider fucking Sheila. <laughs> she from lord of the rings yep oh, um God. yeah well, she with armor. Why so. do they all look like penises? I don't know. This one just looks like a nutsack with legs. <laughs> I mean, HP Lovecraft is just. I get it. Lovecraft and Freud must have in talked the to each other at some point. Oh, this one just has a bunch of titties. <laughs> That's weird. We're okay. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're about to fall down a rabbit hole, dog, that you don't want to fall down, I promise. <laughs> Roll nah, 34. Dude, everyone's got a yep. kink. Everyone has a kink. <laughs> No king shaming here. Um, so that was the that was the early Mesozoic. We're actually going to jump all the way to the Triassic period now. And this is about 160 million years ago. There's a race called the Migo. The Migo are fucking fantastic. Was there three of them? Oh my god. <laughs> was it the Migos? I hate was it offset? Done. Was it takeoff? <laughs> I think Jason's done with the podcast from now on. I hate that that was really smart. <laughs> it was really smart. Like very clever. It's like a skinny harpy with And then the other heads. ones. I forgot the other one's name. Offset, takeoff. What? 
there's the Migos. Oh, okay. Migos. Well, also the three name. Amigos, right. but the, the rappers, Migos, there's three of oh, them. Oh, I thought you were making a three Amigos. No, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm going to rap Never there, mind. You know? <laughs> BRB looking up the Migos. Man. You're the only one that'll know that one. Um, so they set up the Migo come, they set up a mining operation on Earth. The Elder thing, Quavo, that's the other one. Quavo also <laughs> So he's so a tequila. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so my question, my question. So we're, you said we're in the Triassic period. Mm-hmm. Is that like, are we having giant spiders fight like dinosaurs? Uh, possibly. But I mean, I mean the, mo- the majority of this. That should be a TV show. Gargamel. Absolutely. Actually, this is about the same time Gargamel came into existence. Shark yeah, this is definitely back. when <laughs> the Smurfs were alive. Yeah. Like when dinosaurs and Migos were running around. <laughs> Versus that Gluck Gluck 9000. <laughs> what? If anybody's willing to give us the Gluck Gluck 9000, let us know in our in our emails. Where so, are we you. at time-wise here? I don't know. Too fucking long is where we are at. Um, so the Migos set up this mining operation on Earth, presumably to just drain it of its resources and move on. Um, but the Elder Things try and battle them uh, in space. But they find they've devolved so much after being on Earth they can no longer do so. Dinosaurs in space? Sure. Tentacle dinosaurs in space. So I am curious as to why they went from battling, you know, over the sea and land on Earth to battling in space. Well, the Migo... That would be so an interesting... That's where the Migo basically are operating. Yeah, because okay, now so the Migo can... show up from space, where they've been for a while, to battle, you know, the Elder Things, who have not been in space for a long time. Long, and that's long where we time. get the them not being able to battle correctly in space. Okay. They basically devolved a little bit while being on Earth. Because Earth makes you stupid. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. people. <laughs> we just look around. I'm stupid. Yeah, we got Mike over here. <laughs> At least he's self-aware. <laughs> what? So oh, smarter than you think. I'm Put him stupid. in front of a mirror, he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Who's that? It's like dogs. Hey, how's it going? Like a cockatiel, I just keep looking at myself in the mirror, think it's another bird. <laughs> Fun fact, I think it was uh, gorillas was the only... Um, like animal that was self aware enough, gorillas oh, and like yeah. orangutan oh, to look in a mirror and realize what it was. Every like cats, dogs, they have no idea. Anything else, they're like, "Oh, you're invading my territory." Well, monkeys are in the Stone that? Age, so <laughs> <They're> technically, <laughs> no, it's... literally, they they've entered the Stone Age. Yeah, they're like four year olds. That's fucking awesome. We've also terrifying. Evolution. So. Yeah. Let's get back on track. We're yeah, talking about let's, monkeys let's... and shit. I know this is this this <laughs> like... is not a good day for tangents. <laughs> um, so the Migo. <laughs> They eventually, just because the uh, Elder Things have devolved so fucking much, they eventually control much of the northern portion of Earth. Um, just think, pretty much everything from, I don't know, a couple hundred miles from the South Arctic Circle up is all belongs to the Migo now. So since the Migos have, uh, what you said, what, Southern Arctic Circle or Northern? And up. So yeah, everything north of the Southern Arctic Circle. So is that kind of why... Um... Cthulhu and the rest of the elders uh, resorted to taking over the sea because they couldn't. They could be hidden. So they're they're like imprisoned right now. They're oh, they're really? trapped. Where they're in they the timeout. Time yeah, out zone. yeah, they're still in timeout. <laughs> Their seven minute timeout is actually like seven billion years or some okay. shit like that. Yeah, which a lot of the stories revolve around like waking Cthulhu up and all that shit. Right. So around the same time that the Amigo come and set up a mining operation, it's only like ten million years later. Um, only. Just a just yeah. a brisk ten <laughs> million brisk years. Ten mil. Quick little ten. 
<laughs> the great. So there's another race, another fantastic race called the Great Race of Yith that foils a Yakubian invasion attempt. Now, remember those cubes that were showing up mm-hmm. before time started? Mm-hmm. That's where they come from. So they tried to come and invade Earth now, and they stopped them. Um, this is later referred to as uh, the Eltdown Shards. So the the fragments of this cube. Oh, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're basically relics that contain, you know, information on what happened before time started, as well as, like, an insight into this Yakubian civilization. So they record this event of the war between uh, the great race of Yith and the Yakubians, and they are buried in modern-day southern England. So if we have any listeners... What a strange... Like, yeah. strangely accurate just, area. I know, well, right? These are just, like, references to, like, where we would know as what the Earth is currently right. to where this happened. Okay. Yeah, no, it's obviously it's not going to say Southern England on these Eltdown shards or anything like that. It's just a reference point for us, but it is strange that it's so easily there. So if we have any listeners in Southern UK... And you want to wake up Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> or at least find out what happened before time happened. Um, just do some digging. Yeah, go do some digging. Um, <laughs> we'll let you do it though, because I value my sanity. I would <laughs> take a trip up there for that. I'd, I'd like I think we it. all would. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, Jason's just lying. Yeah, if we had the money, <laughs> well, I would make time. one of you fucks go look at it. <laughs> we found it, um, but you should read this. Really I'm already quick. pretty close. I'm already pretty close to there. It's fine. Yeah, I found this tablet. Oh, what's it say? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> what does look it say? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's uh, the end of the Triassic period. Yep. That this so basically we get the height of the Elder Thing civilization at this point, and then we go into what we know as what we call the era of the Cataclysm. Um, so sixty-five million years ago, dinosaurs are wiped out. They got um, tired of them, threw a rock at them. Pretty much. As a thought, is like hitting um, the snooze button. Fuck these losers. How this is affected or actually connected to alien races on the planet is actually unknown. Um, and this is actually a factual piece of information. So mm-hmm. um, have fun with that, whatever you, you want to do with that. <laughs> and um, our listeners in England, go figure it out. Yeah. Uh, no. England isn't real. Yeah, you, you fucking do the did research. Did you say England isn't real? Yes, I did. It's a myth. They are a myth. Prove us wrong, England. Big, um, big England wants you show. to think they're real. <laughs> Stupid pieces of what shit. What is your connection to the dinosaurs being wiped out? Let us know. No longer going after uh, Kentucky, now going after England. <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> And then, so, yeah, so 65 million years ago, dinosaurs wiped out. 50 million years ago, another cataclysm actually strikes Earth. The flying polyps escape and take revenge on the great race of Yith, which sends us, uh, so basically, they end up sending their greatest minds into the bodies uh, on the planet Jupiter. From Jupiter, the Yithians proceed to, um, like, basically... They're looking for bodies similar to their earthly ones um, on a world orbiting a dark star near Taurus. So when you say earthly ones, is this... Uh... We're still looking at just alien races right okay. now. Okay. Yeah, no humans. No nothing. <clears throat> One thing I do want to mention, if it we haven't quite explained this yet, but the great race of Yith has the uh, ability to transfer their minds into mm. other beings. Kind of, I kind of got that when you said 
they're they came here from their exploding planet and they transferred their minds over I think the cone captain Ginyu. Like the, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a race of captain ginyus yeah pretty much change it now. it's uh it's like <laughs> no the, i'm uh, a lizard <laughs> no no the D character what's the fucking the oh the mind flayers yeah mind flayers. yeah yeah yep. yeah kind of very similar um but yeah you're gonna see a lot of people actually until the end of time replacing their their minds with the great race of the earth and we'll get into that obviously but like they that's like kind of like their their shtick so um so many elder thing cities are also destroyed in this time including the original settlement in antarctica where most of the races originally kind of came to um they replace it with a new one uh a, a new antarctic city uh basically and kind of go from there so six million years ago, a member of the race of insect philosophers, which hail from the fourth moon on Jupiter, exchanged minds with one of the great race of Yith. Great so, more giant spiders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Lots of insect alien things happening with this whole timeline. Um, but basically, we get insect philosophers now um, mm-hmm. because the great race of Yith <laughs> is so smart. Ah, uh, yes, this is a grasshopper. <laughs> Basically, Run it down, Timmy. Mantis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're so fucking smart. The great race of Yith is, like, really one of the cataclysm like, minds that end up being like, we're gonna die, we need to now put our minds into something else that's gonna keep on for us. So, they keep kind of doing this. Um, so, five million years ago, the serpent people in the city of Yoth flourishes at this time, and under the guidance of Yig, their science has progressed to the point where they have created servant species such as the Gaia Yothan and the Vormis. Uh, however, Yoth is destroyed by Yig when some sort of serpent people turn to the word. Uh, they they end up uh, worshiping uh, Sethagua, uh, which kind of pisses him off. And then uh, a few Yig worshipping survivors find this new uh, civilization in Hyperborea. So wait, they pissed off uh, Sethagula or Yig? They pissed off Yig. Yig killed them off. Um, and then because they were worshipping Sethagula, uh, Yig was like, nah, not about this, get fucked. And <laughs> now Sethagula uh, actually probably journeys to hyperborea following these events we don't know for sure Mm-mm. but basically there's a lot of like when we look at these elder gods and outer gods and whatever it is um they all have worshipers they all have these followings and without these followings um basically they're kind of nothing they do their thing but like it, it really is dependent on the people that follow them mm-hmm. and you'll kind of find this out throughout the whole mythos like everyone has this what i'll for lack of a better word call a cult that worship them give them you mean to tell me the cult of cthulhu is a cult (laughs) (laughs) no my favorite is the cult of azathoth because they're hell-bent on waking him up which would destroy the whole universe anarchy man yeah that's exactly if you see pictures of of them a bunch of depressed people that are tired (laughs) (laughs) tired of their nine to five just waking them up wake up dickhead yeah, we, we get a lot of movement on a lot of different Elder Gods in this one. So as uh, Sethagua goes to Hyperborea, um, we have the the Deep One city of Yadauk. And beneath... Th- Props so, on the pronunciation. Good job. 
I don't know if that's for sure or it not. It sounds I'm just, for sure. <laughs> you know, but basically we can we can assume that this city is what we would know as modern Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Which, <laughs> get it? I feel like the only person that could like properly tell you if you're pronouncing those correctly is Lovecraft himself. No, so. probably. Well, I you mean, know. he's not even the one that wrote this yeah. specific story. So. Yeah, he just kind of laid the groundwork for all this, right? He didn't really... I, I feel a lot of this he didn't really write himself. He let other people write. Because weren't we saying that at the beginning, how... Yeah, so he keeps it open. He's, he everybody. obviously kept his original stories and everything, but he basically said to the public, "If you like my ideas here, feel free to expand on them." Yeah, uh, the one. So he, Lake Titicaca again. From a, uh, that's a huge location in Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. A lot of the 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 intros take place there, and the Peru chapter that we did in Call of Cthulhu. Yep. You guys were on Lake Titicaca for a decent amount of time, and some of the things that you guys found there probably. Are from this city. Yeah. I still feel like I went a little too hard with my description on. Uh... Oh, I thought it was perfect. <laughs> it was pretty great <laughs> on that. <laughs> but uh, this this deep one city, Yarauk, uh, is in its heyday at this time. And um, as far as we know about the deep ones, like this is where we get a lot of our great stories about like the Innsmouth people mm-hmm. and the Ooh, fish people, the Dagon, yeah. etc. Yep. Um, Gotta get so some fishies. this is extremely important in the timeline, even though it's not quite. Uh, in modern day time yet um so three million years ago the vormis gained their freedom and they create a kingdom on the surface of hyperborea based around the worship of sathagua uh which we get like kind of very little information on sathagua so it's like hard for us to know exactly what is going on with this guy um he is just like a giant ape-looking creature. If we haven't explained that now, so is King Kong. He's basically kind of. like a gremlin mixed with an ape. Yeah, I think mixed if with... King Kong fucked a gremlin, yeah, this is the baby that they would have. So yeah. it's like a regular sized thing. I mean, no. he's pretty big. I mean, you but get the big King Kong and a little tiny. Gremlin. I would say he's probably King Kong size. Yeah, but yeah, he just huge. looks like a gremlin. Think of him as so like his place in the whole outer god um, like hierarchy. Think of him almost like Loki. Where he like he okay. he pops up in very inopportune times and basically fucks shit up for a bit, stirs the pot and disappears. Thanks for putting it in terms I understand. Yeah. I figured that might help. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the same time that uh, Sethagua uh, goes on to Hyperborea, uh, Ran Tagoth comes to Earth from Yugoth and comes to dwell in the Arctic as well. So this guy feeds off sacrifices and worships made by prim- primitive natives, which at this point we don't know if earth like earth and people are quite a thing yet, but from what we hear it seems like he does have a bit of a following. Um like so human like so, following. Yeah, a human like following. What's so, the time? This is 3 million years ago. Gotcha. So are they all kind of uh, No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are they all kind of uh, migrating towards uh, what was it, Antarctica or whatever. So right now, yes, they're in the Arctic because that's the only free space, or because they are yeah. So more. like the way the way that I think things are kind of mushed together at this point is that we've got like this northern and southern tip of land masses, and, just and then water. it's just water elsewhere. Um, so when Rantagoth comes down, um, he he has these native people like worship worshiping him but they eventually uh forget him and then he enters the state of hibernation which is really odd and then he turns into a statue like form and that's kind of all we get out of this guy it's very to random earth. to go to sleep 
Yeah, which is a very big (laughs) Looks like a good nap spot. (laughs) Um, So let's jump another million years ahead to two million years ago. Uh, Elder things, civilizations come to a decline. Uh, They retreat to their cities on the southernmost tip of South America and the Antarctic regions and kind of just start to decline from there. Now we have 1.7 million years ago. Ithaca appears in the northernmost regions of Earth, resulting in the decline of the Vormis. So we've got all these new people coming in, declining other aliens that are there. Um, This time period is a lot of, like, power exchange, for the most part. it's a giant power struggle. So he just said the word, like, Ithaca, if you need a reference, think, uh, like, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. Mine and Aztec. Uh, lore. That the doesn't help th- me th- at all. Giant Thunderbird. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. That's all you had to say. So, if Big Bird was the Flash. <laughs> Do they ever go into, uh, does it give any info as to why the decline started or what's causing it? Assumed by that face is to know. <laughs> Bro, like... It's, it could be one of, like, a hundred thousand fucking things. It's... This is all speculation, obviously. And obviously, this is all fiction. Well, maybe. And um, we don't know that. We te- I mean, there's no. it's like proving a false negative. You just you fucking can't. Um, so we've got uh, the legendary lightning Pokemon coming down, just fucking yeah, up Zapdos. <laughs> yeah, Zapdos. That would have been a better one. Not if Big Bird was the Flash. <laughs> Zapdos. Grover, I have to go through the Time Force. <laughs> the Flashpoint. <laughs> Oscar, the Flashpoint. So, basically, we get from about 1.6 million years ago to about 1 million years ago, where we just have some, like, lesser-known events happen, where we get these Sussex fragments, um, Sarcoman, capital city, arises and is abandoned really quickly, moon beasts come to Earth and enslave this, like, other random race of people. Man bear pit. Um, we get another, like... Being yep 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 come known on known as Doctor Mark Savat, um, who becomes an immortal vehicle for his worshiper of Nodens. He begins a series of jumps forward across long spans of time. Uh, these are just really random events that start happening in this random million years ago portion of time. They're not very well known. They're very short stories. Um, we don't have much more on them than that, and. It's just kind of a little tiny caveat of things that happen in this time. Mm-hmm. Not super important, but they are nonetheless happening at this time. Honestly, a lot of the things that are going to happen from now until whenever, it's going to, it's all going to be random. So after this like series of things that happen that matter but don't matter, we, uh, we reached the Ice Age. Um, and this is about a million years ago, and it's brought about... By the combined power of Ithaqua, another being called Afumza. Yeah, him. Yeah. So the, can we just go over real quick what Fumza? Afumza. Yes, I, I can can't. pull that up. Hold, hold, please. Yeah, just need a quick, quick visual so I can roast him as well. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna notice they're gonna get slowly start to get more and more tentacly and less like monstery. Uh, Everyone loves a good. To be tentacle. fair, this guy just looks like a big. Ball of fire. Yeah. All right. So we have Ithaca, like, so a gin. Is he ending the ice age? I'm assuming. Then? No. So they they brought about the ice age. Ithaca and fire equal ice. Yes. Yeah. That fire is, is water. Flame. Fire is healing. Fire. He is, is literally known Kept as three. the cold flame. Mm-hmm. 
That is thing. Huh. That is who Efumza is. I feel like if we saw that color or that picture in color, it'd be kind of like a blue flame. Probably. Even though that's oh, the that hottest one. Sh- yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, fair. <laughs> well, ignore that. <laughs> um, he is a cold flame, though. So, so yeah, this whole Ice Age is brought about, brought about by the combined power of Ithaqua and Ephumza. Um, the Vormus civilization, Hyperborea, is destroyed first, replaced by an equally ill-fated human civilization. A million years ago, um, some of the great human sorcerers, including Zan Mesolamek, live in this short-lived kingdom. The human civilization of Zabna falls next, and blah, blah, blah. So you're going to slowly start to see these rise of human civilizations about a million years ago. Um, they're going to talk a lot about sorcery and yep. different kinds of sigils and all that kind of stuff. So I know from Call of Cthulhu gameplay and other Cthulhu-based games, the deep ones also come up a lot when you're talking, or while you're playing as a human. Yeah. Do those kind of, like, thaw out like a frog? So it's the deep ones are inhabitants of... Um, different like underwater cities that have spawned around Rulia because Cthulhu can't get out. These the deep ones are basically they, they they yeah they were human and they were basically tempted by Cthulhu and brought into the sea. Usually, I think in Call of Cthulhu they give them like fish that are tainted with like money and jewels and a bunch of other shit. The original tentacle kink. Yeah, we we actually after the <laughs> ice age. After the Ice Age, we actually get more Homo sapien stuff happening, okay. so you'll you'll start to see a lot more of that coming up. Suck it, Cro-Magnon. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, this Ice Age, um, the biggest thing you're going to see is about 850,000 years ago, there was uh, a king of a kingdom named Lomar, and he's among those that exchange minds with one of the great race of Yith. So we were just talking about how the Yith were looking for new bodies. And here's bodies. a Supple, creamy. Yes, <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Or they basically s- they seek out the the greatest minds of a bunch of different civilizations because they know like our you know our existence will live on through these people. Yep, they need something strong, stocky, kind of like a Clydesdale <laughs> <laughs> with some creamy thighs and so now, milky uh, hamstrings. Every horse you see is one of these great race of yith. <laughs> <laughs> So no, they start transferring their consciousnesses onto these beings on Earth, uh, humans. Um, after this, honestly, for the next, like, fuck, two, three hundred thousand years, it's a lot of, like, different human, like, sorcerers and, like, sects of like people. minds being exchanged and whatnot. Minds being exchanged, books were being written, tomes were being created, basically all of these different, like, pieces of evidence of these great races that existed pre-humans start popping up because they're now being, like, recorded. So as pre-humans, I'm assuming that's, like, either one evolution before caveman or... Well, so, no, technically right now, uh, according to the Cthulhu mythos, about a million years ago, like, actual humans existed. We get a lot of, like, wizards and, like, magic oriented people coming about and like guiding their cults to worship these certain people so like Mm -hmm. we have you know uh sethagua that is that has his legion of people we've got um, the elder things that are have their legions of people and so this is post introduction of homo sapien as what we know as like current civilization yeah okay yeah and i was thinking you were meant like before so so yes i mean for all intents and purposes it's before cavemen but you have to remember, according to this, the Elder Things are what forced, not forced, allowed, like, fish to start evolving and turning into, like, vertebrae and ba- and basically creating humans. So Homo sapiens are just 
wizards that were dropped on their head as a baby. More or less. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, we were basically created by one of these races to be enslaved by them, more or less. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, the next 300,000 years, is it's a lot of like power struggles between human wizards and sorcerers. Eventually, they all fall. So these are the polar civilizations, as they call them, and uh, the other things are forced to retreat deep within the Earth into the sea, and the people of Lomar are overwhelmed by another race of people. Um, the human civilizations uh, in Hyperborea kind of splinter. Now, Hyperborea is like that northern Arctic like section of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where uh, Sagathua is rumored to be in hiding, and a lot of these civilizations start migrating um they start splintering to different factions uh they eventually go to mainland europe um a lot of the uh uh different beings start worshiping different gods creating a lot of different chaos on earth um so we have the vormas who are currently or like used to be with sethagua now mm-hmm. worshiping ithaca yep who is one of the two that kind of created this hyperborean age um yeah so th- these are two of the bigger ones the rest flee and become known as something called the Sasquatch and the Yeti. Oh, Bigfoot's real. They're real. Yeah, so this is the creation of <laughs> Yetis and Sasquatches. I believe in you, Bigfoot. And this is when the serpent people moved to Lemuria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to Lemuria. Lemuria. <laughs> I knew you'd get a kick out of it. <laughs> um, this, at this point, uh, this is when you do see that uh, Sethagua returns to Nakai. Um, so he comes out of hiding and prepares to do something we don't really know um but so now you kind of get into the the arise of homo sapiens we've had like homo sapiens on the earth but they've definitely not ever been in a position of power they've always been slaves yeah and to be fair i'm cutting so much out of current history out of this um for the sake of time for the sake of things that really matter if you really want to know about all of the things that happen from like now until like our History as we know it, mm-hmm. um, look at read about it. It's there's Tor- a lot that are messages. We're that too. Doug and I are, are happy to talk about this shit. With oh, you. absolutely, we love it. Yeah, so you know, hit us up Facebook, send us a, a message, linktree.com/slash pod. You'll be able to reach us anywhere from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, even OnlyFans. Yep, we do have an OnlyFans. I will show you pictures of my asshole and my feet <laughs> if you want it. Um, in the so- same picture, <laughs> it's secretly just cat buttholes. <laughs> I have a lot of those at home. So, um, <laughs> so this is where we get into our prehistory, what we'll call the arise of the Homo sapien. Um, Five hundred thousand years ago, Homo sapiens, modern and modern humanity arises. Um, these earliest true humans found on the kingdom of Nemetis, uh, and a war for a thousand years with the Dragon Kings, which we will basically call the Lemurians. Um, (laughs) the humans win and the serpent people are driven south Um, these exiled serpent people form the second kingdom of Volusia and a few however hide um, in the islands of the sea of Neol Shindus uh, awaiting for their time to kind of come up and rise again Um, then we get to about 393,000 years ago Lemuria is shattered by volcanic eruptions, leaving only Ooh. that in which <laughs> ultimately becomes what we now know as Hyperborea. Uh, some survivors find the first empire of Atlantis. 
um, which I believe everyone who's listening probably knows what Atlantis is, but this is centered around the capital city of uh, Kaifel. And then many years later, this first Lemurian Atlantis is replaced by the second empire founded by the people of Shim, who make their capital city um, of the Golden Gates. You guys getting all that? Got every... Not at all. (laughs) This is a lot of information, and I understand that it probably doesn't make sense because we have a lot of different things I was going to say, too, in the grand scheme of things, because you guys are going through like a basic timeline, a lot of these, it just doesn't matter. If if we decide to go more in depth than it does, but right now it's just, here's a word, it doesn't matter. That's why we're just kind of giving you like... Here's what happens here. Here's what's happening yeah. next. So, Here's yeah. a brief overview of what I imagine means. everyone listening is just as confused as I am because I none of that is even retained in my brain. I could not tell you a word you just said two seconds no, no, ago. That's fine. But it also doesn't matter no, in the we're, grand scheme of this timeline because it is a timeline upon billions and billions yeah, of years. Don't, yeah. don't pay too much attention to like the names and stuff as we're going through it. More like, or less just the timelines. Did I mean, you also notice how it went from, oh, let's flash forward four billion years to let's flash forward... Hundred thousand years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why it doesn't matter. There's, it's too. There, the the gap of this timeline yeah. is too big for this stuff to even matter. Absolutely. And I'm sure if anyone has like an information processing, issue come to like us. Do, just fucking. I'm sure message they'll post us. pictures of anything you need. So. Yeah, message oh, yeah. Us. just shoot them a message. Yeah, and, and thank you, Ryan. A lot of these names, uh, sweet boy. <laughs> a lot of these names we will end up going over. We we did this first, you know, episode as the timeline because we just wanted to give you guys a brief overview of like all the different names, places, and people you might see it's when a jump we're talking point. about this yeah. stuff. We now we can start picking and pulling mm-hmm. bits out of this timeline and talking more about it. Yeah, because there's yeah. some that we're not even going to touch on no. in this timeline who are huge integral oh, parts. I've, of... I've skipped a ton. Yeah. So, um, so let's see. We got uh, three hundred thousand years ago. Um, Nope. It's just, a, I, it's just a deep one. I cannot pronounce this name. I don't think it's meant to be pronounced. Wait, me, but I kind of want to try. Nope, nope, you're not. There's there's, there's so no. many... There's so many consonants What's next to each other. What's the first letter? It's P-H-T-L-E-I. We're going to call him So He's just a deep one. So It's just a female deep one that has you know some sort of importance into uh the hydra civilization yep um hail hydra yeah (laughs) um but mike you might want to take care of the audience they're getting a little rowdy no i i did that oh everything's going back to tentacles in case you can't tell (laughs) um so then we get two hundred thousand years ago the human kingdom of mu reaches its height Mu is actually a very important civilization in this whole thing, um, because this is when the, I, I guess, the people, the humans, actually start kind of getting involved with all the other things. Um, but Turning into cows. Yes, Mu. Yes. <laughs> um, so at this time, the Muvians are worshipping many dark gods, including uh, Gathanathoa, Yathogwatha, and Zoth Amag, um, which, we'll go over these at and another share. point in time, yep. but... Um, <laughs> So now we're getting to, I want to say from about 173,000 years ago to about 24,000 years ago, um, we get a couple different things that happen. Uh, The biggest thing being the year of the red moon, Gathanathoa becomes the supreme god in Mu following that god's destruction um, from a high priest that we know as Shubnigaroth. You might want to put a censor over that name. Uh, yeah. It's just what it's called. It is what no it is relation called. to the racial slur that is very close to what it is, but... <laughs> um, 
But yeah, from there... Y'all are a little too comfortable dropping that name. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just our, our fucking... We've been desensitized from Lovecraftian yeah. terribleness, which is not an excuse, but... Or an explanation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's what his name is, and it doesn't have anything to do with that. But either way, so once we have him come into the destruction of uh, Gathanathoa, uh, we get actually this great race of people that dominate South Africa, and one of their generals is actually one of the next people that exchange your mind with the Yithians. Um, that being said... We get the, uh, the the city of the Golden Gates, which is part of Atlantis. Um, we get their capital uh, that sinks beneath the waves, resulting uh, in a giant wave of dark magic. Basically, somebody kind of sunk their city. Um, this event also uh, devastates much of the Atlantean continent. And this is where we, as a people, know the sinking of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at that. And with Atlantis kind of sinking, um, a bunch of other continents kind of arise. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all. This is around 20,000 BC. And so you're going to see, again, a ton more kingdoms popping up and falling and popping up and falling. So where does Ariel come in? <laughs> she's she's actually uh, one of the forms of Cthulhu. So she's a deep one. Yeah, we had a Cthulian and uh, a Lemurian. They fucked and Ariel now we have out. Disney. Now we have Disney and deep ones. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that deep one in. Um, but honestly, in this so in this Thurian age of like twenty thousand BC to I don't know, like it's only like a couple thousand years, isn't it? It's like two thousand years. Yeah. Um, you only, like, you get these different, it's a bunch of chaos amongst humans. Um, the biggest thing is, though, there's a great cataclysm that uh, happens in the Thurian Age that destroys the old world and brings about the Hyperborean Age. The Hyperbolic Age. <laughs> Hyperbonics Rhyme, Rhyme Chambers. Chambers. <laughs> Hyperbolic Time Chamber? Yes. Yeah, we actually... To level up? It's actually kind of weird, because we actually get some human races taking over, like... Outer god cities like uh, Volusia is taken over by the humans, which is like kind of and that became South Jersey. So <laughs> yeah, New actually, Jersey. I actually was going to ask: Does that relate to anywhere that we can relate on a map? Not yet. Okay. To be fair, soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of these places take place in like fantastical places, like Atlantis and Volusia and stuff like that. Like most of these are. <laughs> Most of these places have sunk, essentially. Mm-hmm. And are false, like England. Yeah, yes. England is not real. No. Yeah, no. No one has called to prove us wrong yet. Never mind that we haven't published this and no one's heard it, but... Or that you don't necessarily have a phone line, but that's besides the point. Yeah, let's not talk about any of that and just... Technicalities. Yeah. So, we get to the Hyborian Age. Um... The Atlantean uh, continents, western region sinks, leaving only islands. Um, and this calls this this becomes Balsagoth uh, and Poseidonus. <laughs> Balsack Goth. <laughs> I didn't realize I'm Balsagoth. <laughs> yeah. So we get the first like real uh, like so one of the continents is called Poseidonus, which obviously we know yeah. Poseidon is the out of the oceans mm-hmm. um the last atlanteans uh flee northward they become barbaric uh sumerians 
and the surviving Lemurians are enslaved by an unknown ancient race in the eastern part of the Therian continent. Uh, Mu rises again, and Gethanathoa summons his surveyors, uh, the Illigor... Uh, oh, Elogior. The, yeah, the Elogior. Elogor. Oh, sorry, Elogor. Loigor. Uh, the word's very hard to pronounce, Loligar? as you can tell. It's a big, like, um, six-legged worm-looking thing with razor-sharp claws and teeth. Hate yeah, that. Basically, <laughs> they end up enslaving a bunch of the humans that we know on this new Risen Island. Um, so... I mean, from, let's see, we got about 1750 BC to about 3000 or 300 BC to actually, no, I should say about 2080, Mm -hmm. uh, where we get into modern times, uh, pretty much all we see that happens is we find the oldest copies of the, uh, Arlian text written on scrolls, uh, in a Chinese-esque language that are date from at least 17,000 years ago. Like a Mandarin, um, sort of. So I'd like to assume... early Mandarin. I'd like to assume that, like, Dark Ages, dragons, and wizards, and everything can be related to Cthulhu-based mythos. Yeah, I mean... Probably. Like, according to the Cthulhu mythos, a lot of these supernatural things that you're going to read about in history, like dragons and wizards and all that kind of stuff, they definitely have a place in the Cthulhu mythos. Whether or not dragons were a part of the mythos and real according to it is... It's... It's, I mean, that depends from a lot of the descriptions of these these beings. The Eastern Asian kind of dragon sounds a lot like them, where it's just kind yeah, of like the worm based. Yep, just more oh, legs yeah. and less wings. Yeah. yeah, so who know? It could be just a different name for a lot of these beings. Like these are all the Chthonian names that we're talking about. We could just rebranded them because we couldn't fucking pronounce them. That's why we know you're a myth, England. That's where all the dragons came from. Yep. Fuck you, England. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, pretty much we just get a couple new new races that come into play. Uh, about 5,000 BC, Ipo, uh, leader of the Chocho, uh, is born. The names aren't getting as creative as they once were. <laughs> I, I think it's actually the Chuchu, but I prefer Chocho. Uh, they're a race of like these like weird blob flying things. Um, Thomas the Engine. Their leader is born, and then we got 5,000 BC to about 500 BC. Most of our ancient civilizations that we know begin to rise and fall, and then we kind of hit 2,000 AD in modern times. And in this time, we get the birth jump. of Lovecraft. Hubert, um, Hubert, I Lovecraft. Hubert, the Hubert man himself. I Hubert, Hubert. <laughs> omitted a lot of what happens mm. between 5,000 BC and 2,000 AD because okay. there's so much written in that time that it's mostly like small short stories of random people and random things we don't get a whole lot of like uh elder gods showing up in this like they might be stories about them but they're not really pertinent to what we're doing okay yeah so with the uh the birth of hubert pubert lovecraft (laughs) in 1890 um we kind of get the the future of the mythos starting to happen and a lot of things so i'm gonna go over some future events that are supposed to take place because in all of these like bits of lore you're always going to hear about like a great plan that all of these beings are kind of entangled in, almost kind of harnessing, like chaining them to a, a sequence of events. I hope you know that uh, I'll never be able to read H.P. Lovecraft without seeing or thinking of Hubert, Hubert, Hubert. Hubert Lovecraft. Good, ever that's did. my intention. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after uh, the birth of this horror icon, we kind of get um, a bunch of these, I don't know, kind of prophecies or things that are foretold or have already happened, depending on how you look at time in the Cthulhu mythos. Um, so the first one that pops up is not far from now. It's about 2350. Uh, 
a being named Thagua and his fire vampires. And, and Rob Zombie himself. Yep. So this is another... Thagula! I'm guessing this is another one of those, uh, the fire vampire egg sacks, but just from a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, arrives on Earth. And then we go from 2350 all the way to the year of 8 million. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a stretch. So zero things happen in this time period. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone goes to sleep. Um, so after this is basically when there's you know there's no more humans on Earth or they're dwindling. Um, the last continent on Earth, uh, also called the uh, Zathik, it's England. <laughs> yes, uh, it's home to the dying remnants of the human race. The culture is on a barbaric level, and magic has become dominant over science. Let me jump another ten million years. And get something called the half plastic denizen from the interior of a planet below beyond Pluto is among those that exchanges minds with. Can you tell me? Dragula? No. Who do they exchange minds with? The mind players. Us. No, come on. Cthulhu. Nope. They've said it so many times. So many times. Who's been exchanging their minds with people? The, the you, your, Migos? Yith, yith, yith. Great race of yith. Um, so they're still around. They're still looking for bodies, apparently. Thanks for calling on the audience. The you're welcome. In this one. <laughs> you're welcome. You guys, you guys are doing good. You're you're holding your attention where it needs to be, and that makes me very happy because there's a lot. Um, so another oh, 32, 32 million, million years. Fucking <laughs> Christ! Jumps. Following the final end of humanity, a new race of beetle-like insects arises. The Beetleborgs. These yes. are possessed by the great race of Yith. <laughs> so okay, it sounds like they're just like no one can live, and like you're all me now. Yep. I'm you, and you're me. Well, that um, sounds like a mind player. Yeah, so they, until that, so you remember when we talked about how they left for a dark star near Taurus, like, millions of years ago? Yes. Well, they now, 50 million years from now, have decided to leave there and come back to Earth to see what the fuck's going on. Um, they also find a, uh, a vegetable species living on Mercury that they transfer their minds into. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. The care is one of the weird things that They happen, decided but... to be a salad. Yep, they are, they're all squashes now. We are carrots. <laughs> that's where, Rob uh, Schneider's a carrot. That's where Pumpkinhead came from. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, so now we go all the way to 500 million years. Um, the first primitive life develops on Venus, and one Venusian is among those that exchanges minds with the great race of Yith, the last known mind exchange with this race. And the far, far, far off, so like, I don't know, billions, billion, one trillion. Alien. Yeah. The last inhabitants of Earth, um, a species of arachnids, live within the interior of the dying world, and beyond there, Azathoth is destined to wake up, and the entire universe is going to cease to exist. Woo! But that's billions of years from now, so you're good. Trillions, billions, This billions, is actually trillions. one trillion years into the future. Yeah. So <clears throat> we yeah, got a yeah. bit of time. And that's it? That's the timeline? That is the whole timeline of the Cthulhu Mythos. Damn, I hope you were all able to keep up, because... I wasn't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, Doug, grab those tests. Okay, you... Oh, boy. We're going we're gonna to hand some tests out to, to Mike and Ryan. Yeah, I'm Mike. going home now. <laughs> and he's typed in the password. <laughs> How long is your password? Uh, Give me two seconds. He's tamping out supercalifragilistic. It's literally, it's just the word cat. I hope to God the sound thing didn't 
erase all that. That'd be hilarious if the noise <laughs> gate just did yeah. That'd be so just funny. No, so that is, uh, there's no test, don't worry. Yeah, well, no. Then, and also, <laughs> fucking around. well, I would also like to say that was awesome. Thank you very much, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank all of you because this is going out as a special occasion to 2,000, 2000 downloads. downloads and listens. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, for, but thank you, you, Ryan, for being on. Is there something you want to say to the beautiful people at home? No, just uh, you won't actually get to hear it until uh, a trillion years in the future when everyone wakes up. Wow! <laughs> Damn! Hey, gosh, diggity day. Getting all right. Tying it all full circle there. <laughs> and, yep. and you know what? If if you ever think you're having a hard day, just just imagine you're in the matrix. You're in the matrix. One day it could all just cease to exist, and your lowly life and everything around you, the minusculeness, just will not. Matter. No. Yep, that was dark, but okay. <laughs> Eat Arby's. Nothing matters. <laughs> Eat flesh. Get the narrow fl- fries. Um, <laughs> well, th- uh, thank you again, boys. That was for sure very fun, and I would love to go more in depth because, uh, like you guys said, there's a lot of stuff you're bypassing, which yeah. I would like to know more about. Oh yeah, we'll um, have plenty of uh, other deities, gods, outer gods, inner gods, you name it, the to amount, talk about. Yeah, the amount of stuff that we could talk about is on par with like the SCP collection. Hot dang. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a million questions I still have, which I'm sure anyone can just message in and yep. figure out. Also, yeah, message in. And, and, and <laughs> you know, speaking of that, if you want to get in touch with us, go to our link tree, linktree.com slash DiluteyPod. You can find us all. Find all our social medias there. You can find our email at DiluteyPod at gmail.com. We're DiluteyPod at everything. Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, everything DiluteyPod. But the link tree is the easiest way to find everything. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash DuluyPod. Everything. Ryan. Most importantly, the Cat Butthole OnlyFans will be there. It will. <laughs> it's our um, brand new tier. <laughs> Doug. Diamond tier only. Do yep. you have anything to say to the beautiful people? Uh, yeah, I just want to, you know, I just thank everyone, as always, for listening and letting us do this kind of thing. Um, we're, we're, we're hoping to actually do more of these corners for you guys. We're actually probably going to put out a poll and see like what you going you want to keep hearing from yep. us. Um, we also have a couple pretty exciting things in the works potentially for oh, yeah. the future of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, be on the lookout for some changes. Let us know what you think of them. Yep. Jason, we want to know. Do you have anything to say to Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I mean, there is no better time than to tell our very curious audience that you absolutely should stay the fuck paranoid. Ryan, do you have anything to say to the people? Yeah, make sure you wash your balls. <laughs> Are you referring to how hot it is in here right now? And you're like, you guys need shower. I'm sitting in some fucking well, like even everything I is uh, wet right now. <laughs> even I, I can't really uh, top that. So I'm just gonna say, you know what? Go home, hug your dad, kiss Cthulhu on the cheek, wash your balls, and have a great rest of your night, everybody. I love you. And give you know what? Go find an octopus either at a zoo or at a diner. Look up rule 34. No, no, no. Find it, <laughs> give it a raspberry, huck it into the ocean because uh, it deserves a life. It needs to go back to dad. It needs to go back to dad. Just make sure you know if it's fresh water or salt water. Yeah, Otherwise, that's very important. You might you know, kill you, it. Usually I, I tell you guys to slap peens and beans around, but today I'm going to tell you to... Uh, slap tentacle? Go home and... Go home and worship uh, an elder god. You know, yeah. Pick one out. Praise, praise be to them. Food. Also, oh, one more thing. Thank you for bringing it up before. I never understood it because you said the people of Hydra before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hydra 
their symbol is an octopus thing. Yep. I never made that fucking connection. I wonder if that's what it is. It's where probably. actually that's interesting because a hydra is usually depicted as a being a dragon with multiple thingy. heads, yeah. whereas specifically, you know, Marvel Universe Hydra is in it's tentacles. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah. That's actually I actually need to look into that. Yeah, maybe Cthulian. Anyway, that probably has something to do with it. I love that's you super all. Super fucking cool. I love you all equally. Uh, uh, fun fact, actually, about that before you end it, um, the Nazis actually. Where the Hydra base came from, looked into a lot of the Cthulhu-based magic beings, all that. While they oh, were, I forgot they were oh, off we'll on cover a sorcery that. path, we'll, too. We'll, yeah. we'll yeah, cover that. that. We'll, we'll cover be, that someday. We'll definitely get into yeah, the yeah. Uh, warlock Nazi thing, for oh, sure. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Thank you for everyone for listening. Shove a squid up your ass. Call it a day. <laughs> Goodbye! Suck my balls. Get them sweaty things washed. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh,